it's holding the mouth. Show me today I'm talking to. I'm Stephanie. I'm Lauren. Um, We're both with Detroit Paranormal Expedition. And what kind of things do you do on your radio show? Yeah, you're, we're so far away from each other, huh? No, we're kind of... Oh, what kind of things we interview? Do show? We interview um, different people that are in the paranormal field, um, lead investigators, founders of different groups, psychic mediums, yeah. ufologists, demonologists, um, you name it, anything that really has to do with the unknown, we will, we will bring people on to explore that. When you've been on your vacation, has there anywhere you've been scared to be at or felt uneasy to be at? Oh, all the time. Um, most recently, last Friday, me and two, uh, Todd and Jeff from the team went to this old farmhouse. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of residual energy there, but also uh, something that human about two males, a woman, and a child, but I don't think the child's actually a child. Um, that's my opinion, based on the energy I picked up, but they left me in the house by myself a couple of times after we heard what sounded like a body growl, and for the first time, I was, like, hyperventilating and wanted to just run straight out of the house. Vacations. How do you go about doing them? Do you, say I had an, um, a ghost in my house and I contacted you, what would you do? Well, we don't normally do residential. But when we go in to do an investigation, let's just say anywhere, um, we, we start by, you know, we set up our DVR equipment, get out all our... Um, here, so flashlight, digital tape recorders, EMF detectors, spirit box, geo box, K2. Um, and I think the most valuable is that, that digital recorder to capture any electronic voice phenomena. Uh, but, you know, members will research the location we're going to so that we know some of the back history. And then I'm not privy to... Um, anything other than where I'm actually going so I can, you know, um, be objective when I'm walking through um, to see what I pick up on. Um, but I think every investigation is different. Most important things I would say for anyone that wants to do this or anyone that is doing this, that intent is key. Um, you know, you have to have the right intentions going, and we don't we don't use provocation tactics or anything like that. And we're very vocal with spirit, telling them that we come in peace and we and we just want to communicate. But I think it's about how you set the tone, walking right in. Do you go to historical places in the USA. Yeah, a lot. A lot of historical places, yes. Yeah, we travel all over. Um, we mostly stick to Ohio and Indiana just because they're close and they're close to drive to. But um, we recently, I mean, we've been to St. Louis. We've been to um, Tennessee, Kentucky. Um, so we've traveled that's, you know, down there. And we'll be going to New Orleans. Yeah, we got and New Hampshire, New Orleans, Nevada. I, there's yeah. a lot of different other uh, cool things coming up this year for the team. And um, when you do, do uh, your, 
I see that when you you post quite a few videos as well on the, um, Facebook because I watched a few of your videos. Um, can you explain how you go about filming them when you film them? Um, are you talking about our, our still cameras? Yeah. When we go live from a location instead of our DVR cameras? Yeah. Verge of passing or past that our brain's still active, but if you want my version of it, I would tell you that what I instantly feel is that was your spirit guide or guardian angel. Uh, it just wasn't your time. So they're making sure that, yeah, we're where you were supposed to be. Do you believe in good and bad spirits? Yes. Absolutely. Just like there's good and bad people, why wouldn't they still be good or bad after death? Um, now, are we talking just low vibrational spirits where they're just angry and rude and mean, or are we talking demonic and elemental? Well, this, as you say, this, I think the demonic ones are probably the worst. Well, yeah, they would be the worst, but um, when I say lower vibrational, you know, everyone has energy. Everything has energy. So when you're at a high vibrational frequency, you know, you're that would be a more positive person. So on the lower end, we're talking probably people that were murderers or rapists, you know, just people that were not not decent even in real life often are the same after, as they move on. And that, again, is my opinion. Um, so there's definitely spirits that can be very negative that are human, and then you're going on a whole other level when you talk inhuman and demonic. Uh, I know the fact that the Vatican has an exorcism this department that they don't like to advertise yeah. about. Um, have you ever had to cleanse a house? Home blessings, I bless my own home at least once. Oh, I'm always blessing my house because the spirit's always with me. So I have to make sure, you know, that I'm always protected and grounded. But um, we also um, we also cleanse ourselves after every investigation. We see yeah, before and after. Yeah. So we do, you know, like a prayer circle, and then I surround everyone in light. Um, and then after I make sure that everyone is saged or palisandoed, everyone has either, you know, a black onyx tourmaline, obsidian stone on them, maybe a St. Michael, um, charm or pendant, St. Benedict, um, yeah, but we, we're always making sure we're reinforced. I always ask everybody the same question, so don't be offended. What do you think of people who are nope. skeptical of what you do? I think it's fine because I was skeptical of what other people do. Yeah, and I was skeptic before I even started doing this, so um, I can relate to them. I have fam family and friends that still think I'm a wackadoodle. So, you know, there's really no offense to me. Um, I'll never push my beliefs on anyone, uh, but if they're open to it, I'm up and probably not stop talking. They just don't know. I mean, they don't know until they've experienced it for themselves. Um, they only go by what they've seen in movies and on TV yeah. shows. And it's not like the movies. Yeah, it's not like the movie. It's not like the TV shows either. So um, when someone actually has an experience, they'll know what we do, what we're talking about. Yeah. So.
Yeah, I always like to get that question out of the way because deep down I think that's what everybody likes to ask. You understand what I'm saying? It's the one thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, like you just said earlier about TV, um, do you think that TV sometimes gives the wrong perception of what you do? Because, like... Yeah, um, they really amp it up the TV because obviously they entertainment value. Yeah, they can't have a show for 12 hours just sitting in a dark room. So obviously they have to cut it then to slide and edit it. Yeah, they have to edit to where the good parts are. That they, you know, found their evidence. So um, I learned that. I don't even quickly. Really uh, yeah, I learned I that. Think they're like, oh, did you hear those fucked up? Then I'm like, oh, wait, maybe that was your four team members or 17 year cameraman. Like, how are, you know, we're not there. It's really hard to say. I'd like to believe that they're all um, being truthful in their experiences. I don't see why they wouldn't, but it's definitely dramatized. Yeah, some of their EVPs are real, um, but you could be sitting there for hours before you even get anything. There's so, times we don't even get an EVP at all. You yeah. can't command spirit to interact with you. It doesn't work like that. And also, I've we've been to some of the places that were featured on TV, and we never had the experiences that they did. So, um, I mean, every investigation is different. So, um, but, you know, I always look back on the episodes that we've been to, and it's just like, you know, none of that stuff happened to us. And, and um, so, yeah, you take it with a grain of salt, for sure. Yeah, like you said earlier. The more accurate shows um, where, where they have depictions or... or um, dramatizations of actual people who have experienced those things and interviewed them rather than the, the investigative stuff. My opinion. I still watch it, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course we can watch like, it. Like, and Dead Files, that's one show that I'm like, you go, girl. And I still watch Ghost Adventures. So. Yeah, I watch Ghost Adventures, Ghost Adventures. Yeah, I mean, you name it, it's entertainment. And we're not calling anyone out. Yeah, no. we love everyone. No, that, that's, that's a good thing, because I don't think that's... Um, do you find that, that... Do you find that the different groups cooperate with each other? So you're on a, you, call, you go to an investigation and there's another group, paranormal group there at the same time, just for example. Um, would you cooperate with each other quite well? Yeah, I think for the most part, absolutely. Um, but just like any other industry, there's a lot of teams that don't play nice in the sandbox. That's not us or any of the ones we um, work with or associate ourselves with. But it happens. I mean, it's going to. Um, but we always, you know, we really value the friendships we've made in the paranormal field. Um, there's some great teams we're working on stuff with now. There's individuals we're working on some great stuff right now and um you know we we really strive to make sure that we are uh, kind and caring and genuine in what we do it's it's definitely nice to have um you know fresh eyes and ears and maybe new techniques that we can use for ourselves absolutely yeah, I, um, I, as you said earlier you use when you go into a room do you personally feel the vibrations straight away or does it happen gradually? Um, there's instances where I feel the energy a day or two before we go somewhere. Um, I might have anxiety. 
I might, sometimes it doesn't hit me until I walk through the front door. Some rooms will feel different than others. Yeah. A lot of what I feel, and I think all of us feel, even people that aren't sensitive, is that it's almost like emotion sickness, yeah. dizzy, rocking feeling a lot of times, or nausea. Mm-hmm. I think that's a common um, way people, everyone feels energy, and I think that's just because it's heavy. Um, yeah, me, me definitely. I, as I walk into a room, I can tell when the air is thick and it's heavy. And, yeah. Um, I've definitely gotten that nauseous, nauseous feeling, like, like rocking, like I'm almost like you're on a cruise ship or something. Like, I've gotten that kind of wavy, like, boat rocking kind of feeling. Or like you've just stepped off a boat. Yeah. And yeah. the ground doesn't feel like it's straightened out yet. Right. I've felt that before, and I do feel heaviness when, sometimes when I walk Earlier, you showed me some pictures of the graveyard. But you, yeah. Um, now, when you get, some people, when they go in the graveyard, they feel creepy straight away. Do you think it's because of where it, the, the vibes of the, what they're picking up from past spirits there, or just... Like, oh, oh, the influence yet again from old films, like Hammer Horror films, you know, where they used to show the graveyard and the, 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 ghost, the Dracula figure or the ghost figure would come up. Well, to me, this, this one in particular is in Warren, Michigan. It's from the late 17 and early 1800s to the early 1900s, um, when Warren just became a city here. This one, for me, has always been a very peaceful, quiet place. It's beautiful. The the different monuments and gravestones are very intricate and old. Um, I don't know why I find it so relaxing at this one compared to others. There's others, especially in New Orleans. I I don't want to be anywhere near them. I I, I don't know why it changes like that. This one's never... um, Totally different. 
Yeah, and I've actually been on that walk tour of the cemetery in New Orleans, um, where everything is above ground because they have a high water table, and there is um, that I guess I got call it a tomb of the Voodoo priestess that's there. Marie Laveau. Yeah, Marie Laveau. Um, that's a stop on the tour, and her her tomb is covered in X's, and that was to you know people put three X's. And she would make whatever your wish was come true. That was what it was. So her tomb is, like, covered in X's. And they would leave tokens there, too. So, you know, if they granted their wish or their, you know, whatever they thought of. So that was pretty interesting, I thought, when I went there. Yeah, recently I did a thing about um, the last British witch troll um, over in was it, which was in Biddeford, Devon, and I know for, uh, Salem is the one I've heard of over there, but obviously there must be more, but that's the only one I, that can I come to mind. Um, have you ever covered that kind of thing as well? Um, Salem is somewhere I've never been yet, but I've done a lot of research on. Um, I'll be very close to Salem in September while in New Hampshire. It's only an hour away, so I'm going to make the trek and go. Um, but I was killed in Salem in a past life. <laughs> and I've, I've actually been to Salem. I've been, I went on a, a go, actually I went on a ghost tour there um, at night. I went to um, graveyards um, where some of the judges were buried that did the witch trials, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, Salem's definitely rich in American history, and definitely nice to check out. Have was it paranormal? Yeah. Was it really witchcraft, or was it mass hysteria? Yeah, I don't know. Would you like to come over to the UK and do some investigations over here? Yes, I was just That's going to ask you a question um, who, about Stonehenge. You had sent me a picture earlier. You're very close to it. I've, I've been there, uh, past it a couple of times. I know somebody that's involved in trying to stop the underpass going through the Stonehenge as well. So I, I, I know quite a bit, little bits about that. How is it feel there? Do you feel anything while you're there? I wasn't close enough, but I know people, when they've gone to the festivals, they say it's, um, you can feel the power of the stones, like you feel a pe in a piece, and the stones act like a natural acoustic, um, like, like you was at a, a stereo there, you, they act as a natural acoustic device, because it's exactly on the ley line. And it can read the equinox. That's why people go there, obviously, the druids and that. I know a few druids as well. What are those? Do you know what those stones are made of? Are they limestone? I don't know what they're made of, but I know they, when they came from, they travelled a lot from Wales and places like that, which is quite a vast distance back in the, the Stone Age. And they're still trying to figure out how... Stone Age man moved them because of the, the weight. But I think it's probably yeah. like the pyramids, sheer manpower. Or if you want to believe, aliens come along aliens. and uh, helped them out. But I'm not too sure about that one. 
but yeah, we would love to come over there and investigate. There's so many, so much history and um, castles that I've seen on different animal shows. The thing is, it's amazing. You guys have places from the 16th century, the 17th yeah. century, and all of those buildings that we would normally have here, especially downtown, have all been um, burned down. Um, no, but this is like in the past, like in yeah. the 1800s, when it was just fort, fort, a fort town. Um, there was 50 fires, and a, a lot of our buildings just weren't didn't make it throughout time. So it's really cool that you guys have somehow preserved those locations and are still up today. It's incredible. Yeah, because most of them got preservation orders, so that's why you can't go there. It's like, um, I'm not too far from the moors, and if you go to the moors, it's a very, very eerie place. Because the, the weather can change instantly. In one minute, you can be brilliant sunshine like you've got on your background there, and the next minute, it can be pouring rain, or it could be really, really cold. And there's, quite a, there's a story... Um, an urban legend up by the moors, if you go back by the road, it's called uh, something called the, the Hairy Hands. And I've never heard of it. Yeah, if you go along the road, um, sometimes the people have experienced like these hairy hands taking over the wheel of the car, trying to control the car to cause an accident. Very interesting. I'll have to look at that up. Have you um, been to the ancient ram inn? Sorry. The ancient ram inn? No. No. Do you know of it? No. Sorry. No. Look into that. You'll be, uh, I think you'll find it very intriguing. Yeah, as I say, I'm still learning bits and pieces as I go along. As, I, I've, as I've been doing this, uh, I'm, I'm learning more and more each time. And I, that's why I like doing it. Yeah, no. The worst, I, I learn every time I go to a new place, it's a new experience. And I also find that, for some reason, I get to see talk to more American guests and British guests. My perception is that because British people tend to come across as very reserved people, I presume that's quite a good perceived perception in America as well, that British people are quite reserved. See, I've always thought that you guys had a huge paranormal following. Like, I've always thought it to be... Like, I know, you know, I think you guys the have stereotype is that you guys are more reserved or, you know, closed off, so to speak. But I've always thought you guys had a bigger following than even Americans did. I think you guys have better places than we do. Yeah, I think it's yeah. just, I just think they don't want to talk about it. But, you know, like, you, you yeah, know, but you know what I mean? Because I, I, well, that's what I personally find. I mean, I, because I, I, I can... Honestly, say the most guests I've had about on paranormal are mostly Americans. I've tried British people, but they don't seem to want to come on. I don't think they. they I think they're afraid of making themselves look daft. If you understand. Yeah. Because some, because that's some people are like. I, I, I'm into um, cryptozoology and UFOs and aliens, conspiracy okay. theories, and you, 
preparing for? It's just a gathering of different paranormal groups. So it's just like a Comic Con, yeah. but not for comic books, but for paranormal lovers. Yeah. Oh, right. So paranormal lovers, supporters, fans, oh. investigators, psychics, uh, crypto, you know, people that like yourself that like you have ufologists. Yeah, it's just a big paranormal. It's a conference, meeting. basically, yeah. and a party, and normally an investigation. Um, there's a vendor area set up where people do meet and greet, psychic readings, you sell you can buy items, people's merchandise. Yeah. It's a big gathering of all like-minded people. Well, sounds a good idea. I think something we should do a try over here. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I know um, Nick Groff does a lot over in the UK. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what I should do after I finish this, I should send you the download link so you can listen back to it and do what you want with it. You might use it on your show. Yeah, we'll share it. We're gonna share it on all of our pages. And is it gonna be? Is it just audio or is it? It's, uh, I always do audio because I, I, I don't, I don't like. I tried video before, and I find it a bit more. Restricted in my my sense, you know what I mean. I feel more comfortable with audio. Video before what? I I I find a video uncomfortable normally. Oh, okay. But that's just me. That's okay. But I I I like audio because I can muck about a bit more as well. Yeah, not not with my guests, but when I do my I do like a series I do as well, just to be artistic. I, I, I draw, draw cartoons and stuff like that as well. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, I should send you that link, and then I should send you the link to pub, podcast thing, pubbing one. And what I should also do for you, I do Anchor FM. Have you ever heard of Anchor FM? I'm sorry, what was that? Anchor FM podcasts. They link to Apple podcasts as well. So I'll do that. I'll, okay. I'll put it on that site as well. So you've got the American, okay. uh, an American one you can go to, and this one you can go to, which is international anyway. Well, I hope so. I, I, I hope I've got more international. <laughs> um, I'd like to thank you, ladies, for giving your time a day, and the person who's filming you, and, and the person who's filming you as well. I'd like to thank them. I don't know who they are, but <laughs> um, and. Um, Thank you for giving your time. No, thank you. Thank you for having us on. I know it's late, so thank you again for having us. That's all right. I'm used to time zones now. As I said, I, okay. I, I, I've done one in Australia. It was uh, plus 10. Oh, okay. So it's the next day here. And then, it's the next day. Yeah, yeah there's some crazy time zones. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Right, thank you. And, um, thank you. I shall um, turn this bit off now, I think. And then, uh, All right, thank, right. You. thank you for the, thank you for giving me the link as well, because I was a bit confused. Yeah, sure. <laughs> thank you. Bye then. Bye. Bye.